planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Hey, this is Harlot from the Butcher Baby. This is George Corp from the Fisher from Kelvin Corp. Hey, this is Rex from Kill Devil Hill. It's Wednesday 13th. This is Dash from Devil Dobby. This is from Water. You're listening to Rabbit Noise. On Rabbit Radio. Turn it up. Hello there! <laughs> hey, Zach, how you going, bud? What's going on, man? Getting ready to, we're mixing our Book of Shadows 2 right now, putting a dent in that, and then we'll be around the world in 26 days in about less than a week. That's pretty hectic, man. Try and squeeze all that in. Yeah. Ready to go. Instead of me sitting around the house looking for a job. That's right. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, well, I mean, it's not a job if you uh, love what you do, right? Yeah, without a doubt, man. That's what it's all about. That's it, man. Thanks for uh, joining us again on uh, Rabid Noise, man. I think last time I spoke to you, you were in Turkey, Last time, that was like last year or something. So you've you've been around uh, the globe a fair bit. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, because obviously you've been touring behind catacombs. So uh, yeah, without a doubt. So you know, just doing touring. I mean, like on this record, we'd be touring, and then when we would come back, we'd knock out some tracks and tour some more, and come back record some more. So usually, when we would always record the ten, just like in one sitting, just knock the whole thing out. But uh, I mean, obviously, there's no rule book about how it's supposed to be done. But uh, no, yeah, I mean. Uh, it's all coming out pretty cool, man. That's rad, man. Well, uh, you know, obviously you've been almost everywhere. Where's the craziest place that you've uh, toured that you'd never thought you'd uh, ever get a chance to play? I don't know. I mean, I mean on this last one, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it depends. I mean, obviously since the beginning, I've played kitchens, played people's kitchens, I've played the basements, and then we just got done doing one, obviously with the Polish power chaps, I guess it was 600,000 people at this one festival. Yeah, that was pretty much, pretty mind-blowing. But, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know, I think if you ask any musician, I mean, as long as somebody shows up, you're good to go. <laughs> Man, you would have seen uh, some amazing stuff out there on the road, but uh, obviously, you know, there's uh, a lot of downtime uh, with traveling. What, what do you do these days to, to pass the time between uh, shows? I mean, if you really think about it, there is no downtime. I mean, that, the whole, it, it depends on how you, how you look at it. I mean, mm. I, like, I always tell kids, I go, you got to be all in. I mean, the whole thing is you want you want music to be your life, and that's that's what you want to do for a living. Right? You know, you don't want to have some crummy job you can stand and stuff like that. I said, so make the band your job. So if, you're, if, if there's a moment when you're not practicing or you don't have a guitar in your hand or a piano or whatever, or you're not writing or whatever, I mean, then you're working on merchandise, you're working on art ideas, you're working on the album cover, you're working on everything. I mean, it's almost kind of like me and you own a pro franchise. But obviously, we're worried, obviously, always making the team better, trades, guys' contracts, the, the farm system. Then we're also, me and you own the stadium, so we want to make sure the stadium's fine. We want to, you know, the way the field looks, down to the concessions, the restaurants that are in our, in our stadium, down to the parking down to, to make sure everything's fine and then all the all the everything else is 
that's involved with the franchise. So, I mean, it's, it's not just about the game that Saturday or that Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's a million things that are going on at one time. It's like the inside of a clock. It just is, there's a million mechanisms going on at one, at one time. So there's really, you know, it depends on how you look at it. I mean, I, as far, I mean first of all, I don't even like going on vacations anyway, because all the time me and you were just sitting there, me and you were talking about what little shit we could be doing and this and that and yada, yada, yada. And then, so, I mean, I'm like going, what the fuck am I doing sitting around here? I, you know, it's like a fucking waste. It's like a prison sentence, you know what I mean? I'd rather be working. Yeah, you sound like one of those guys that just, you know, as you said, you just prefer to be working. Like, your mind's always going. Where some dudes, you know, they'll just, they'll take that vacation and then that vacation will last for a lot longer than, <laughs> they'll just sort of get lazy, you know? Yeah, I mean, well, you know, I mean, it's with some guys, I don't I don't know how they take how much time off. I, I you know, I don't care. I mean, look at Richard Branson. It doesn't matter how much money that guy's got. He, he, every day he's got something going on. Every day. I met him once, actually, at a, at a festival. And uh, for a dude who's got islands and stuff everywhere, he was actually a really cool guy. Yeah, without a doubt, man. I mean, he, he does it right. Definitely, man. I mean, you know, I mean, he has all that money, but all that does just affords him more opportunities. You know what I mean? And, and he take, and he does it. I mean, look at look at Robert Plant. I mean, he keeps working all the time. He never stops. And he doesn't care. I mean, it's not like he's money. I mean, he just loves touring and he loves making records because that's he, he loves it. That's what it should be, really. I mean, money's good, but it's not everything. So I, I think, you know, obviously... And I mean, I, I, the Stones... I mean, let's be real. The Stones tour because they enjoy doing it. I mean... They're not doing it because it's like, yeah, we're going, you know, we need to go out and get all broke and we need to make some cash. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, they wouldn't be uh, opening their wallets to uh, moths. <laughs> yeah, this Stone's charity fund. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep Keith uh, living for another hundred years. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't called the 50-year anniversary tour. It was called the Stone's charity tour. We're broke. Can you please help us out? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's that's awesome. Well, uh, with a lot of bands out there uh, touring, you know, they do tend to get caught up in the whole lifestyle of it. You know, the booze and and the drugs and stuff. And you're you're sober now, which is you know amazing, man. Do you get a lot of fans coming up to you and and bands coming up for advice or telling you how you you help them get sober as well? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, at one time I remember this one guy was asking, and he goes, "Do you um?" Would you like to go out, you know, like talk to guys in rehab or, you know, or whatever? I go, I, I go, and tell them what? I go, look it. I go, have, drinking booze, having a great time, and whatever the hell else it is you want to do. The minute it starts getting in the way, you rule in the world, then, then that's when you got to go, maybe I should slow down a little bit. Mm. That's all. I said, I'm not going to tell anybody how to live or, or what to do. I go, but the whole thing is, if it starts getting in the way of you whooping ass, then that's when you got to just go, yeah, maybe I ought to chill out of it, you know? And look, any of our friends or anything like that, we can't make any of our friends stop. I mean, they're going to, you know, it's just like they're going to build, either you just hit a brick wall or you just, you know, or you, you go, nah, this ain't working anymore. I think I'll chill out, man. But I mean, aside of that, I mean, if you're still handling. It's still whooping ass and you're getting shit done, and God bless you. Well, man, there's dudes out there that can can function like that. That's for sure. You wouldn't even know. 
mean, I mean, we rolled for, I mean, when I started, God, I mean, you know, how long we were drinking and everything like that. I mean, people would go out on the road with us. They'd be out on the road for about five days, and they'd go, I can't live like this, man. It was just like, yeah. It's just it's like it's like, is there a problem? <laughs> <laughs> People would come off the road with they'd be rolling with me and you for about five days and be drunk for like the next six months. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely can't do it anymore like I used to. That's for sure. <laughs> so five days a day. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's just kinda like you did it, you had a good time and it's like you know, that was Tuesday, today's Wednesday. Next. You know what I mean? Like, I don't make a big deal about it. I'm kind of like, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> Before it was us drinking booze, I mean, the results are still the same. Now I just, like, I just uh, sniff glue and I eat paint chips. And, you know, I wake up in the morning with my pants around my ankles. I don't remember anything that happened. But everybody tells me I had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Is there evidence of that, though? Do they no, film it I'm on I'm just it? like, okay. <laughs> you tell me, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. We're going to go to the track, Heart of Darkness, now, and we'll be back very soon on Rabid Noise. Hey, guys, just want to take a minute to give a shout-out to our podcast supporters, RW Promotion, who are the best in the business when it comes to printing posters, flyers, banners, badges, business cards, you name it. They've got what it takes to help you get everything you need to help spread the word about your band or business. And uh, with a blistering turnaround, they'll make sure you get your product ASAP. So get in touch with Richard and the team at www.rwpromotion.com.au or shoot them an email at info at rwpromotion.com.au. Also want to give a shout out to the guys at Blacklight Art and Design, who in my opinion are the Gold Coast best screen printers. So, uh, you know, we've gotten many band shirts and even our own Rabid Noise shirts done through these guys. And uh, they've also got one of the fastest turnarounds I've ever seen. So all quality prints at competitive prices. Uh, So whether it's band merchandise, sporting teams, promotional garments or workwear, you know, they've got you covered. So hit them up at www.blacklightad.com.au or email them at info at blacklightad.com.au. So big thanks to those guys for helping us to bring you this podcast each and every week and for, of course, supporting the metal scene. So now it's back to Rabid Noise. Well, uh, you know, for for a lot of fans, Black Label uh, is is more than it's more than a band. It's a whole way of life, and and there seems to be chapters reaching every little corner of the globe. You know, uh, do you remember when it really hit home that it it became something bigger than the actual band itself? Well, yeah, I mean, it's more of a mentality and everything like that. But I, I think the beautiful thing about it is, it's just that you know you can run into a bar and you see a guy with a shirt on or whatever, and it's just like you start talking to him. You go, oh, cool, I got a black leather. He's like, yeah. Every time, and next thing you know, you start talking to him, and then you're like, yeah, this is Zach, this is my buddy Frank. He's a, he was the best man at my wedding. I met him. He was wearing a black label T-shirt, and I met him in a bar. We just started talking. The next thing you know, he's the best man at your wedding. Six years later, you know what I mean. So it, it's a matter of bringing people together. You know what I mean. So, uh, which which I think is awesome, man. I mean, it's you know everybody. Our just massive black label dysfunctional family gets together and we're the house band. So it's definitely cool, man, for sure. It it kind of really represents what the metal community 
should be like, really. You know, there's in with within that fan base especially, there doesn't seem to be any of those metal elitists like this is good the band you've got to listen to and that's crap. It's just all it's all one big family, as you said, man. Yeah, everybody wants to get it, man. It's definitely cool. Of course, there's a lot of fans around the globe that would love to see you do a full spoken word tour. You, I know you've done a couple of like acoustic spoken word things. Uh, is that something that you've considered doing more of? Well, yeah, we did the we did the when we had the book. I mean, it was just like I would do we do a show that I'd like talk with him for a bit and then you know tell him about stories in the book, and then we just do kind of like a Q and A. You know, I mean, obviously it's just nothing but pure comedy, but uh, <laughs> but no, it was definitely a good time. Yeah, for sure, man. It was just like sitting around just. Like sitting in a in a pub, just talking about the goofiest shit possible because that that's what the music business is. I mean, you know, you, you can't make these stories up, man. I mean, it just you know, it's not even like I have to search for material; it's already there. <laughs> <laughs> I did, man. That book was pretty damn funny. I got a good laugh out of it. It's it's awesome. Well, you you know a thing or two about shredding as well, man. In saying that, has there been a riff? One riff. That has stumped you over the years. That's taken a little while to master. Um, no, I don't know. I, I, I mean, obviously, you know, when you first start playing, technique-wise, you know, just trying to be able to technically play certain things that you're, you know, from your favorite bands, and your favorite artists. So, I mean, I still remember all that to this day. Because I mean, because it's it's a lot of fun, and like they say, the joys of the journey. And you know, when you're first learning them, I mean, like when I first learned how to play Back in Black. So much the chords, but that one lick, you know, and I was like, that was a historic breakthrough because I mean, not because I could, because I could actually play it. You know what I mean? I, I could play the chords. I could, I was able to do that, but to play that lick, I mean, it was mm. just like, wow, okay, it really sounds, you know. And then to play along with the record, it's just like, like the coolest thing on the, on the planet. So, uh, you know, I, I mean, I still remember every. Every one of those moments, you know, I mean, because to me they're breakthroughs. You know what I mean? So almost like if me and you were, you know, lifting weights all the time, and it's just like you know when we finally were able to bench two twenty five, and then you know you then you get to two fifty, and then you know it's like you remember that day when you were able to three plates aside, you could do three fifteen. It was like oh my god, I can't believe, but you know, because at one point it seemed so astronomically far away. Mm. You know what I mean? And you just keep. Keeping away at the stone and keep getting closer and closer and closer. You know, that's why I always tell kids, I go, it's not so much practicing because it's like playing video games. I go, like, you're not practicing when you're playing video games. You're just having a good time until you get to that next, you know, you know I got to get to the next level. Then I got to get to the next level. Mm. I got to get to the next level. You know, and every time I get to this one level, I keep, I keep getting beat by this one guy or whatever, you know. So until you finally break it and you're like, oh, dude, it was, you know, a massive celebration that hand for all. So, uh, you know, it's the same thing, I, I think, with all musicians. I, I go, you, you know, you're not, it's not so much passion, it's just your love of playing and, and, and be able to, to, to technically get better and better and better. Well, you know, yeah, I, I think, yeah, without a doubt, I mean, there's definitely some magical moments for sure. But, uh, but yeah, I still, still have them all the time, you know what I mean? Because when you're playing and then, when you're writing, you know what I mean? Now, then, then it turns into the next phase is, you know, writing all the time. You know what I mean? When something comes out really good, you're like, oh, man, I came out really great. There's nothing like when you, you know, you hit that riff or you're, uh, you know, you, you find those two riffs that link together. It's, it's you know, it's a, it's, it's magic, man. Yeah, without a doubt. You mentioned before that you're, uh, you're writing at the moment, too. Can we, uh, can we hear some uh, 
previews of, of new stuff while you while on this tour? Now, uh, you know, cause, I mean, to me, I always thought it was weird anyway because nobody knows the song, so they're just sitting there listening. Go, what the fuck is this? I'm playing. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, no, I'd rather, you know, I mean, we just play some stuff that we haven't played before. You know what I mean? That's in the catalog. Man, it's gonna be it's gonna be really cool, and uh, you are gonna be up here in Brisbane on Sunday, November twenty nine, which is just around the corner. And uh, we're really looking forward to seeing you guys here. There's heaps of your fans here on the Gold Coast and Brisbane that are, are going to be there in force, brother. Without a doubt, man. Can't wait. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks for taking the time to chat to us, Zach. We're going to go to Fire It Up now, and uh, we'll see you soon. You got it, man. Tell uh, the rest of the Brisbane chapter to stay uh, the almighty Black Label down the stay strong. Keep bleeding Black Label. God bless them. We'll see you guys in a little bit. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 